Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. Um, Ambie and I are coming off of a weekend spent together, which is been... How was it, Ambie? How Please re- rate and review your experience with um, me. The host, five star. Five star, truly. Great host. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're so I, welcome. Yeah, I thought it was I, – I, it was – you were only there for like less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You were literally there less than 24 hours, but it yeah. was like so fun and um, just so great to hang out with you and we ate dinner in an igloo. That was fun. It was so fun. I've never done that, and I've always wanted to, so I'm so glad it was with you. It was really Me fun. too. And what did you think of Ever? Oh, my God. He's so cute. And him and I were having lots of really deep conversations, very meaningful conversations. He's very deep and insightful. You really were. Like, Ambi just suddenly started talking to him, and he was literally just – he just, like – like, he he – he makes a lot of sounds and he's pretty vocal as a baby, but it was just like the second she was talking to him, it was just like, I have so much to tell you. You're the only one who will understand. This bitch is crazy. <laughs> it's probably what he was saying. She put me on a schedule. You don't even yeah. know. <laughs> no, um, it was it was nice. He's so cute. I loved holding him. He's so sweet. Yeah, he loved being with you. It was just, I don't know, so surreal, right? Like, yeah. so surreal after all that time with him in my belly to then, like, be in real life with you and everyone. I don't know. Just really odd. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I know. Mo was saying, like, have I known Alexa not pregnant? And I'm like, I think so, but I'm not sure. It was, like, for a very short time. Yeah, 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 it was. So it was nice. <sighs> Well, I'm really, really happy. Um, and we were talking about, I was like, oh, I wish that we lived closer because we just, mm-hmm. it's so nice to be together. Luckily, we will be together in just a f- less than three months, just a few months at our retreat in Yay! Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree, California. Yeah. If so you guys exciting. If you guys don't know Joshua Tree, it's like a very magical, spiritual place in the desert, very mm-hmm. cool scenery. And um, we we just announced this retreat last week, and we already have three spots gone. So if you've yeah. been wanting to come to a retreat and you've been wanting to be with community and you've been wanting to um, dive into just really tapping into who you are, 
this is the perfect time to do it. And we only have nine spots left and we do sell out on retreats. So, um, you do so, every time. Yeah. You know what? Hmm. I was thinking about this. So at first ever, my son was going to come, right? Like we, mm-hmm. we were like, okay, we're going to bring him with us. And then it was like, uh, like we have to fly cross country. We have a connecting flight because you know how the airlines have cut down on so many of their flights that has mm-hmm. affected nonstop flights. So there's not a lot of nonstop flights and we're going to a smaller airport, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, it's a long trip. It's my mom would have to come. There's just a lot with it. And then we figured out that my mom could like watch him for the weekdays that I'm gone and my husband will watch him on the, the weekend when I'm gone. And this would also be like a huge gift to my mom because she would love to just like whatever. Anyway, so we decided, okay, he's going to stay. It's get home. It's going to make it much easier. And we just booked our flights the other day. And then I suddenly was like, oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to leave him like and I'm sure you were thinking of this, Ambi, because you were like, as, I was like, is that okay if he just stays home? And you're like, yeah, if it's okay with you. And I was like, okay. yeah. But now I'm just like having visions of me in the future, like crying. <laughs> just because it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I feel like it's like a motherly instinct or something where you just are like, am I supposed to be away from my baby? Or he's also kind of like your security blanket. He's something that you're like cuddling and holding close every day. Mm-hmm. So I was having these visions of me at the retreat and I was having visions of me at the like in the beginning of the treat being tender. <laughs> yeah. And then like having my own retreat experience, which we both tend to do at our retreats that we host, but having my own retreat experience of being like, and, and this is what it is, is like, like getting to experience maybe more so what other people get to experience when they come to our retreats is like Mm -hmm. that feeling of being a new person, but not really knowing exactly who that is and going away from your comfort zone and going out somewhere completely new and rediscovering yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I I felt like that at the first retreat. Um, I tend not to feel like that anymore because I'm like, I know what to expect. I know what's going to happen. I know the itinerary and I'm very closely, I've got to take this off and hot. I'm very closely involved with like the food and the surprises <laughs> and all of that. So I'm very closely involved with the food. <laughs> <laughs> I actually cook the Me food. Me too. No, I don't. Nobody wants, nobody wants that. But, um, but yeah, so I tend, I tend to understand though, when, when women come to the retreat and they've never left their kids before, we had that happen at the last one, um, or they haven't left their kids for as long, um, because there is like a tenderness that happens and there is a sense of like, what do I do with my hands? Um, (laughs) because everybody's an adult, nobody needs comfort. Nobody needs you to take care of them. And so there's a sense of where do I fit in here? And then there's just, you know, making new friends and that's a little tricky for people. And there's a lot of those things, but I think it's good to have that perspective from people. I think that'll help you grow and relate to retreat attendees in that way too. I think so too. And I think like, I don't know, I I think just 
Yeah, I think becoming a mom has like given me insight into a lot of aspects of my life that I didn't understand before. And in particular, for example, like any mothers who come to the retreat, like I do remember you missing your kids the first couple times we did this or, Mm -hmm. you know, Heather just said on Facebook, she said, very normal mama things. I am both relieved and upset that I am away from my kids when we are somewhere without them, which, yeah, that makes total sense. Makes total sense. But I also think like that is, you know, when I think of, I I remember my mom, when I was little, my mom went to, I was five and my mom went to Lillehammer for the 96 Olympics. I'm pretty sure it was because she had to, she had to cover them for her work. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she always to this day tells me she just felt so guilty that she was away. She felt so guilty that she was away. And I don't, I think back on that time of like, whoa, how exciting. My mom is at the Olympics and she would write me postcards and she would send, tell me what was going on there, you know? And I don't think of it as like my mom abandoned me to go to the Olympics. I think of it as like, wow, that was so cool. But my mom thinks of it to this day as I felt so guilty. I felt so guilty. And I was just thinking like, I don't want, I I, I want to like set an example for my kids as like, yeah, like go out and like go do the things and like don't stop your life necessarily, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to sacrifice, uh, become like starting a family, you know, you can do both things. You can go be, rediscover who you are and and have an amazing experience to tell them about, you know, one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. No, and I, I think, but th- I think that's also really important. If we want to make the episode about this, we totally can. But I also think that that's really important because that's what we teach people. Like when we private coach with them or when we work with them in a a smaller container, like a retreat or something like that, that's what we're going over with them, especially women, is that you have your own identity. And just because you had this new person, this baby, doesn't mean that your dreams die. It doesn't mean that the things that you want to accomplish or that you want to share with the world are gone. It's just you have um, maybe a different capacity. now and maybe you have a different outlook now that you didn't have before and so i think that that's a really good perspective because i remember with riley and each kid is different but i remember with riley having a sense of like i don't want to be without him because no one will know that i'm a mom and i won't be special it was this really weird sense, and i was really young but it was this really weird sense of because i'm his mom i feel special yeah um that I didn't have with the other two, probably because I was already a mom. But um, when I worked for the chiropractor, I had to go back to work like three weeks after I had him. Mm, And I think about that. I think about that now. And it was so incredibly difficult and so like upsetting and one rude. Anyway, I digress. Rude. But rude. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) But it was... Oh, it yeah. was your boss who... Yeah, yeah. So I think about that and I think like that is kind of insane because one, my body's not healed. Like my emotions aren't back. Nothing is healed. And two, I felt like shit all the time emotionally because I felt like I was abandoning my child. But in reality, like you have to work, you have to make money, like to live in this society that we have. And so... 
you know, that's something that um, that he still remembers that to this day is me working at the chiropractic office, which is funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. And then they get older and you have new experiences. Like I just had lunch with them today at their school and I've never done that with those two before. I did it with Riley, but I never, I've never done it with them. And they really liked it and they had a good time and they felt really special because of all the kids were like, oh my gosh, is that your mom? Oh my gosh, you went to Chick-fil-A for lunch? Oh my gosh. And it was, it was nice because it was like a surprise. It was something different. So um, that's funny. Those are the moments that really count. You were saying that you felt special because you were Riley's mom. And then today they probably felt special because that was, you were there. You were there. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice reflection. Thanks. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really like this topic of conversation. I'm trying to merge it with what we were initially going to talk about. Well, which, I, no, I do think it, it relates, though, because what our initial um, topic was today is this idea of your spiritual relationship changing, meaning mm-hmm. your spiritual, your relationship with your own spirituality. And I brought this up to Ambi because – I feel like my spiritual relationship has been changing. Um, Not in that I am less spiritual. I feel like it's just different. And it's, Mm -hmm. and I also feel like this is an important thing to talk about every once in a while because we're always changing, just like we were talking about, right? Like becoming a mother is a really big change. And I feel how much that has shifted my identity. Um, I feel how much that has shifted kind of how I see myself and also what I'm preoccupied with and I, and and focused mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. what I what I prioritize. And so I think I don't know, I feel like when I look back on my own spiritual relationship from, you know, when you and I first met, which is crazy because I I keep saying, "Oh, it was like 4 years ago." that like I got on my spiritual path. No, it was like seven or eight years ago that I got on my spiritual path. But when you and I met, it was like, I don't know, five years ago. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Roughly around then. Yeah. So I've been saying five years anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> got to make sure it lines up. Um. So I just look back on that time and I think about how even when you were here this weekend, that's what was making me think about it too. Because I remember the first time you came to visit me in Philly – Um, Or the first time I came to visit you when, you know, I could have been a serial killer. Um, (laughs) We both could have been. We both really dodged it. We really dodged a bullet on that one. Go ahead. Yeah. But the first time I came to visit you, I remember just being so like all I wanted to do was talk about, okay, what were we in past lives? And like, what Mm -hmm. are you picking up here? And like, you know, because that was before I was also – had a relationship with my intuition as well. So I was just so fascinated by you and the magic around everything. And i that's all I wanted to talk about, you know? Yeah. It was kind of hard for me to, like, be in the world because I just wanted to be in the other world. I wanted to be in the world I couldn't see, you know? Yeah. And to me, that was what spirituality was about then. And now it's like, I feel like, my relationship with my spirituality is just it's much more grounded and i'm not saying one is better than the other i'm just saying i'm now in a much more kind of okay 
how do I live? How do I? How do I? Okay. I'm going to spit it out, guys. I promise. Give me one second. So before it was kind of like, how do I tap into the magic all around me and see things that other people don't see? Now it feels more like, how do I tap into who I am at my core Mm. and let that out in the most natural way possible? How do I express myself? How do I show the world and the people around me and the people that I love who I am and um, while also enjoying it and having fun and like having meaningful experiences. That's what I feel like spirituality is. And on top of it, there are those intuitive, magical experiences that are still happening. But it feels less important to me. Mm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. It feels for me um, – my spiritual journey, my spiritual path feels different. It feels like I'm trying to think of it. Um, people listening to this are like, why is it so quiet? Um, it, it feels like, like I'm so much further than where I was. And I don't mean this on like a scale of like one to 10, 10 being the best, one being worse. It's almost like a lateral move. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like I can see myself back to where I was and I can feel I can remember feeling the reason that I started down this spiritual path was because I was in a really sad place. Mm-hmm. At the time, I did not like the job that I had. I um, I couldn't find a job, honestly, and I took any job that came along. And that was the job that I ended up, I I liked it for a little bit, but went back to work too soon, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't really happy, you know, in my marriage. And I wasn't really happy with just a lot of the things going on in my life. And so many things for me personally have changed. And there's been so many ups and downs that it's, it's been a wild ride, but (laughs) It's interesting because on the one hand, I'm leaning so into the things that I know that I have done in the past to get me out of like that really sad place, right? Mm -hmm. Gratitude journals, breath work, et cetera, right? Um, Doing all of these things. And then also, I, I feel like I don't have as much writing on them working. Does that make sense? Because it's not like if this doesn't work, all hope is lost. It's like, okay, well, then I'll figure something else out, you know? Um, And so I feel like that's my approach nowadays with spirituality as compared to five years ago when it was, if this doesn't work, I don't know what else there is. Or if this doesn't work, all is lost. And I, I think also me personally, I've had some ugly truths come out about some people that I really thought knew the answers and had things figured out and stuff like that. And so for me, there's also this lack of looking to someone to one, rescue me or save me and two, have all the answers, have all the things figured out. And I think that's good because that's like a more grounded understanding. Everybody's human. Nobody really fucking knows what we're doing here. 
We're all just flying on this rock trying to figure it out, right? And some people can say A works for you. And some people can say B will work for you. And you've got to figure out what fits best for you as an individual. Um, but yeah, it is interesting having a, not really having that rose colored glass of this one person is magical or knows everything, knows more than me, and I'm going to blindly follow them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. And it makes me think about like, even um, like with Abraham Hicks, right? I was like, used to be so obsessed with Abraham Hicks. I still mm-hmm. love Abraham Hicks. Didn't we all I- used to be so obsessed with them? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I still love Abraham Hicks, but I don't, I feel like I got the message and like, I don't need to like, I used to literally listen every single day and like be obsessed mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. But I know we both did. And then we would talk about it and we'd be yeah. like, oh my God, they said this today. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. But like, so then, you know, so Abraham Hicks has channeled material and uh, the Arc Nine, who you channel, is channeled mm-hmm. material, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it because I haven't talked to the Arc Nine in a hot minute because I we usually do it with our patrons. It You guys have still been doing it with our patrons, but I've been on maternity leave, so I haven't been there for it. So I haven't been right. talking to them, right? Right. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, it's interesting. Like, I, like I'm, I'm looking back at the Arc Nine and I'm like, I'm like, I love them, first of all. I, I love – they're, they've been such an amazing support, but I suddenly, when I looked back on them, I didn't, I wasn't so attached to who they are anymore. Mm, I feel like I yeah. used to be like, okay, tell me like, okay, like who are you and who's, who's talking right now? And like, yeah. what I want to know, like the source of the information I want to know, like about you and about your whole life. And every, I don't know. I was fascinated with that part rather than with the information and like, how does this make me feel? And does this feel true to me? And if it feels true and it's helpful, awesome. I don't care who you are. Like, yeah. it's interesting, you know, it, but like, I don't need that. I just need, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of like the whole universe is just spitting things back at you all the time in different forms, right? And sometimes you resonate with something and sometimes you don't. In other phases of your life, you resonate with other things. But in each moment, we're just picking little things out of the universe that we're like, that makes sense to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that is another part of my spirituality or my spiritual relationship that has changed is that like I don't really need – I, I, I want to focus on how things make me feel and like what the message is rather than, you know, all the, the, the rabbit holes of things. Like I'm not so interested in the rabbit holes of things anymore. Whereas before you could not stop me from going down a rabbit hole and I'm talking any kind of rabbit hole, conspiracy theory or just like, yeah. or just like, who are the extra Arcturians? Who else has talked about, you know, like trying to right. find all the info. And I think, again, that goes into the practicality of like, I, I, I'm interested in having building a really full life here. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think also having a baby has helped ground that in, has been like, oh, okay, I have so much to focus on here in this world. So I don't really want to go so much to the other world unless I need to. Like, yeah, if we're doing readings, cool, that's fun, whatever. But I don't need to live there. I want to live yeah. here, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think the big thing, well, I didn't tell you about this because it didn't come up, but <gasps> I know, I know. But I think the big thing that came up the last time we talked to uh, the ARC-9 yeah. oh, tell was, me. I was telling, I was asking, so we were all asking private questions, right? It was in our smaller group. And so we were supposed to do like how we do our bigger group, but we've decided we, none of us like that. So we're doing 10 minutes each. Anyway, okay. I digress. Cool. So... <laughs> So we, um, when the mom is away, the kids will play. Anyway. <laughs> no, so no, I'm happy for them to we, do it. I'm happy for you guys to do it like that. That's fine. So, so we decided that we're doing that. And I had some questions that I wanted to ask myself, right? So I was asking them, one of the questions was, I feel like my magic is gone. I feel like what makes me magical is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And basically well without them saying it like outright they were like that's ridiculous like without (laughs) they didn't say that but they were like because (laughs) I know exactly how they talk to you and it's so funny um but basically what they said was like no you you are the magic there's like yes like you can you're psychic and you can talk to people that have passed away and you know you channel us but that's not what makes you magical you are the yeah. magic, you know? Yeah. And so it was really nice to have like that confirmation. Totally. I'm so glad you brought that up because like I feel like things that they've said are ringing back in my head in a whole new way. And same with stuff Abraham has said is is coming back in my head. Like I don't even need to go listen to their things because mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm getting more juice out of what they've already said, but I didn't have the ability to fully understand or like fully live at that point. Yeah. So like when even that, like you are the magic, it's like, I think before I thought that meant like, right, like we are, we're so magical, like we're magical creatures and like we can I love that you're flipping things. your hair and you can't <laughs> see. She's flipping her hair as she's saying it like a valley girl. Go ahead. Well, like meaning like, right, like we have so much magic in us and no one knows and no one knows all these magical things we can do that humans aren't supposed to do, right? I'm right, like right. already on that soapbox. But I feel like now I, I feel those words. I'm like, yeah, like you living is magic. Like you Mm -hmm. being here and having kids and getting to create your life, that is magic. Like that is, that is what we, you know, that's why we play video games. So we can do that in another form. We can create a different uh, life or live a different reality, but we get to do this here in the flesh. How there's nothing more magical than that. You know, and it's crazy to think like we are flying on a rock in the middle of space. Like, how wild yeah. is that? That's magic. Like, what the fuck is happening out there? And it, like, I was looking at the moon last night. I know this sounds weird, but it is what it is. I was looking at the moon last night, and I was like, "We're." It looks so close. It's right there. Yeah, and yet. <laughs> This should be like a segment called like Acid Thoughts by Ambie. Anyway, so like, <laughs> were, you, so, were you on acid? No, okay. no, but I feel like this is what people on acid think about. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Babyfoot. 
Babyfoot was originally created in Japan in 1997 as an easy and effective at-home treatment scientifically formulated with 16 natural extracts that exfoliate and moisturize at the same time while bringing the spa experience right into your home. Launched in the United States in 2012, Babyfoot quickly became a household name among foot exfoliant products. Babyfoot offers a selection of at-home foot care products that are quick and easy to use. Trusted internationally with over 25 million Babyfoot peels sold worldwide since 1997. That's 25 years. Babyfoot has seen great success in big box retailers, grocery stores, and natural food markets, health nutrition, fitness studios, boutiques, gift shops, spas, salons, online stores, and in the medical industry, aka sports medicine, oncologists, podiatrists, dermatologists, and plastic surgeons, making Babyfoot the leading and most trusted brand nationwide for the healthiest, smoothest feet. The most innovative total foot care package this gentle process leaves skin undamaged while removing the dead skin revealing the fresh healthy layer beneath like a baby's foot simple effective and effortless if you'd like to try out baby foot you can go to babyfoot.com and get 20% off your purchase when you use the code innerbloom20. That's I-N-N-E-R-B-L-O-O-M 20 in all caps, and you will get 20% off your purchase. Enjoy. So it's like so I don't know close. why, but just, just really quick, for some reason, I have this belief, I think you've helped put this in my head, that if you ever do acid or shrooms, that you'll you'll have so much sensation, you'll just like implode or something <laughs> or explode. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not too. Um, so, so anyway, I was thinking and I was like, the moon is like, it looks so close, but it's so far away, right? And then- that's just one piece of what's out in the universe that we can physically see, like the stars and things like that. But we have no fucking idea what it is. And then I started going off on a tangent in my brain of like all of these other things that are just incredible that we take for granted every day, like gravity. Like we're not just yeah. floating around in outer space. We're stuck on this rock. Like it's wild. It's wild. And how... um how we just kind of we may we normalize things so much as human yeah. beings that it's like yeah we're just walking around we've we've built a city on this planet and it's fine we have we, this is yeah. fine we oh my god i was talking about this with max my um my husband's best friend he was here and me and him always like we cuz i was telling him how like my, I've been having a little bit of mom anxiety about like, oh, God, like these things could happen, you know, like suddenly mm-hmm. thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, but and this is so him. He's like, OK, but statistically, you know, and he was kind of saying like, and think of all the times that doesn't happen to you and to people we know, like how how well you are. Right. And so then that sent us down a path of. He was like, I mean, the fact that we all just agree not to kill and rob each other is yeah. kind of insane. He's yes. like, he's oh like, we God, 100%. walk down the street, we see someone with really yeah. cool headphones on right. or like a Louis Vuitton and we're just like, yep, we have an agreement that I'm not going to take that from you. So yeah. have a good day. <laughs> or like driving. Like yeah. literally that blows, that blows my fucking mind that we are in a vehicle. This is so funny. I sound like a crazy person that we're in a vehicle. We are going opposite directions 
And what is dividing us? A line, Nothing. a line on the dra- on the ground, and yes. an agreement that says, "Hey, I won't kill you. You won't kill me. We're yeah. cool." Yeah. And also, our consciousness of I don't want to cause harm to another human being, but in actuality, all it would take is a little turn to the right or left, and yeah. boom, now you've killed someone. And it's fucking crazy that this <laughs> is the agreement in our society. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I think at the end of the day, human beings are kind and good. Most, not all, but most. And they, we don't want to cause harm to one another. And that's why agreements like this work, like this line will keep the people on the left on the left and the people on the right on the right. And it's fucking wild out there. Yo, it reminds me of the, have you ever seen those videos where like the ants are walking and the person is using like a marker or like a pen and just draws the line and suddenly the ant's like, oh, I can't go this way. And he just turns <laughs> around and he, they just keep doing it. And the ant's like, oh God. And it's just like, we, we're we like that. Like like he could easily yeah. just cross the line, but he thinks he should not cross the line. He and, shouldn't cross the line, yeah. And uh, it's the same thing with money too. Money is literally just an agreement that we've all, we've all agreed this is worth something. And mm. if if we all suddenly didn't agree, it would be worth nothing. And that's kind of like what we're seeing with like yeah. NFTs right now. At first, everyone was like, this is worth something. And now everyone's like, no, it's really not. It's not <laughs> like NFTs are like tank- tanking because people are like, this really isn't worth anything. I don't really, you know. So it's it's really showing us, I think, how powerful we are, how much what we value and what we decide matters, matters. And what mm-hmm. that is what and and how the the agreements that we have as like a society and a humanity and a world and a planet like that is magic. That is magic mm. that we all just like live and work cohesively. And you know, yes, there are terrible things that happen, and it seems like more and more every day. But then I question myself. Then I question. I go, is it more and more every day? I mean, I do know that like te- uh, I do know that shootings are up, and apparently this will be our second most mass shooting year, which is kind of hard to believe because I feel like how could it not be the first? But my question is, like, is is it is everything getting more dangerous or is it again, is it just being is it just uh, having a lot of representation? Like, are we seeing it? Are we feeling like, for example, the other day I saw the story that was it was just so uncalled for. It was a news story that said, wait, I took a screenshot of it. I have to read it because I knew I would bring this up on the podcast. Hold on. Hold on just a second. I have a million pictures of Ambrosia holding my baby that I have to slide through. Okay. Um, It says, this is the headline. Man killed when SUV crashed into an Apple store was recently engaged to a woman he was with for 12 years. And I was just like, first of all, I had not heard anything about the story, but the headline is is. Trying. Like, I feel like I'm good. I figured it all out from the headline. But go ahead. Well, no, my point is, did you have to add that? What good is – why are you adding that for me? Like, this is not – you're not trying to promote a movie to me, right? Where yeah. You're, you're like you're, – you're, you, but you are promoting a headline of something real that happened. Can you just say man killed when SUV crashed in an Apple store? Do you have to add the heart-wrenching fact that he – was recently engaged to a woman he was with for 12 years. Like, it pissed me off. You know what I mean? Because it's like, 
now you have all of us thinking about people that we've been with and love that, oh no, that could happen to them. And like, just say what happened. Just say what happened. Well, I mean, I I see that, but the other point to that would be that I, I feel like because we don't have good gun control laws and because this is in the States, nobody else, obviously, if you can't tell, um, and because we don't have other things at play here, mental health is, is a huge factor in this, but we dehumanize people, right? So man killed an Apple store, right? Okay. Well, it wasn't a gun thing. It it was, it was a car. Right. But But I'm, I'm just saying like, like with the mass shootings that have happened, right? Mm -hmm. Unless we humanize the victims of this and also the perpetrator, unless we humanize it, it's very detached because yeah. we see it every day and it just becomes noise. But, it's just but, numb. Okay. But with the, with this one, I hear you. I, I do see your point. But in this particular instance, what, do you, what are we going to do? Like, what is how is that going to positively impact us to make changes? Like, we won't go to Apple, so we won't go shopping anymore? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if it was about the shootings and stuff, I would uh, see that more. But it's mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do to change the situation? Okay, the only thing I could do is not go to an Apple store anymore so that my I don't get killed or tell my loved ones not to go there either. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so, bad oh, I guess for Apple. I guess we could tell people to drive more safely. I don't know. I see what you're saying. I think I think my point is I don't like I I yeah, I I guess you're right, though. I don't know. I mean, I come from a news background, right? Like my mom was – if you guys listened to last week's episode with my mom, you heard a little bit about my mom's uh, journey in the TV news era. And uh, I have a really love-hate relationship with news because part of me has always been afraid of – the news made me very afraid when I was little, and I did not like – I knew they were doing that for views. I, I could feel – the way they were dramatizing things and mm-hmm. just – I just didn't like it. I didn't like the feeling. That being said, news is important because news is essentially a, another – an extension of gossip, which if you go back evolutionarily, like that was how um, people stayed alive. Like gossip was a tool of survival for, you know, if, if someone was dangerous, people would gossip and things would get out in little – in, you know, tribes and stuff like that. So um, so it's important. It's important for people to know stuff. It just – I don't know. I think we focus so much on that and mm-hmm. not enough on what's going right, right? Like what are we doing oh, 100%. well? Yeah. yeah. 100% we focus too much on what's going wrong as opposed to what's going right. I agree with that. Go Real ahead. quick, sorry, I just wanted to make a recommendation. On that note, there's this app called, I think it's called Good News. I have it on my phone. It is called Goodable, G-O-O-D-A-B-L-E. And they only post, it says Goodable, what's good. And it's it's the news, it looks like Apple News, but it's only awesome things, like things that nice. are happening well. And they'll give you updates like in your feed. And it's cool. It's like, Positive development. So I would highly recommend people download that because it's fun. It's it's fun stuff. Good. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Do we have any um, questions from the audience or comments? Uh, 
Heather said yes, she agrees. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. Good input. There. But I, I, I would just ask our audience to – I would love to hear from other people who we, – we kind of a, a little bit got off topic, but I would love to hear from other people who um, – how your relationship with your spirituality has changed over the years. Like, has it changed? Do you feel like mm-hmm. you're exactly the same? And if it has changed, how did it change? Um, did you, you know, get more into, like, the magical and the fantastical? Or have you gotten less? Or or, or what do you think? Um, because, yeah, I have a feeling that a lot of people in our audience have gone through some changes. And uh, I think it's really – it would be really great to hear from you guys. So if you are not in our private Facebook group, um, make sure that you join. It's called Inner Bloomers on Facebook, and you just search Inner Bloomers. Uh, you ask to join. We'll let you in. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you can make a post, and there's about over 2,000 of us in there now, and um, it's a really great place to meet and share. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really it's really important to have community. Community, community, community. I can't say it enough. Um But I do also want to talk about the retreat really quick. If you are interested in coming, it is February 23rd through the 26th, 2023. Spots are going to fill up fast because we are posting all about it. Um, If you are interested, please go to our website, innerbloompodcast.com. Check us out there and we will be, you know, you can fill out um, an application and we would get in touch with you and all of the things. Um, it's a very it's short application. Really it's only like two questions. So don't worry. Um, and also I feel like the retreat is going to be about finding your center again. And I think that's huge because I think when you go through a change, physical, emotional, and spiritual you need to come back to that center. You need to come back to finding out what that center is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, I don't know, you know, maybe there's new people to our community who's listening to this, but if you don't know, retreats have been kind of the heart of everything that we do here. Um, they're like what keep us going. They're what infuse us with new life. They're what form new friendships and new bonds and even new little like businesses and stuff people team up and um so it's it's if you feel like you're wanting a place to explore this side of you um and also to tap into intuition more so that you can really Mm -hmm. hear yourself and you can really trust yourself because let me tell you like until I just real quick just a quick refresher for many for the majority I don't know. When was this? Two years ago. Okay. So, Ambie, we've known each other for five years. So, for the first three years of our relationship, I relied on Ambie for all intuitive insight. She would constantly tell me. She would constantly tell me, you can do this. You know, you you have this ability. I really feel like you can. And I'd be like, "Mm, no, I don't think so. And I don't do it as good as you. So, tell me me what's up. Uh, Which is – really annoying for her and really disempowering for me. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it was one day that I don't know what happened, but she said it to me again. She was like, I really think you can do this. And I think it just clicked in. Oh, that's what she said. She said, why don't you like 
call this person and practice with them. And I was like, no, I don't. And she's like, you're never going to be able to see what you can do if you don't let yourself get a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a big wake up call of like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm not letting myself, I'm not putting myself in the position to be able to see my intuition, to be able to experience it, to be, I'm not putting myself in a position to even to be wrong, right? To quote, be wrong. And that is essential to learn how to hear yourself. You have to be willing to be wrong. And that's a huge part of why people uh, don't grow their intuition because they don't want to be wrong, even if that will lead to them being right, you know? Mm-hmm. So because I think it's people scary. Are, I think people are afraid to be wrong. And that's that's the other thing. Just because you are intuitive does not mean that you're not going to be wrong, one. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't also mean that if you're wrong one time, you're wrong about everything. Mm-hmm. So just not only – yeah, because you could be, quote, wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you know that what you saw wasn't avoided by, you know, let's say you saw something and you told someone and then it didn't happen that way. Well, maybe by telling them you changed something, you know, or they yeah. changed something. They took that information and did something different. Like you don't know that you were – wrong. Um, And it's more about learning how to interpret the information so that you're – because I feel like we haven't talked about this in so long, but just to wrap it up, because your intuition is a language specific to you, not Mm -hmm. to anyone else. And anyone else's intuitive insights and the way they receive information, that is specific to them, not you. So it's – you have to understand that you have this like – secret code language coming from in the deepest parts inside of you and it's made only for you but you've been taught to speak only English right mm-hmm. so this process is about learning a new language and when you learn a l- new language sometimes you get the accent wrong and sometimes you or you you're not it's not that you get it wrong you well yeah you get it wrong cuz you're trying to learn how to say it you don't know how to say it you've never said it before so you need to practice how to say it that is what i think developing your intuition is it's it's practicing it's practicing how to speak your language and how to hear your language and understand it so that's, that's so true that's such a good analogy and good point and just because even sometimes you can you don't know how to speak the language, but you understand the language, right? It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean you don't know that language. You don't know how to speak it yet. So yeah. just exactly, exactly. And so that's what we're going to be doing at this retreat. Part of what we're doing it's it's finding the, your center, but it's also learning to hear yourself, and that yeah. is learning to hear your intuition and know how to listen when it tells you uh, something you should be doing or which way to go, left or right. Or if you want to do something really fun and magical, like do a mediumship reading. Or I was talking to my grandma the other day and I was just like, I didn't mean to sit there and talk. to. I I just realized we were talking. You know what I mean? I was like sitting Mm -hmm. there with the baby and I just kind of felt her there and I just heard her in my head and I could see her talking and I wasn't questioning it. I was just like, cool. This is my experience. I'm talking to my grandma, man. Like this is what – I'm not thinking of what she's saying. I'm just hearing her say it. Like – Yeah. So – and I thought, wow, how amazing that I get to have this experience because I think before I had put myself in a situation – 
to develop this intuition and to risk being wrong, I wouldn't have had the practice to quiet my thinking mind when something like that happens. You know, Mm. I wouldn't have allowed myself to just take it as is. In the past, I would have been like, well, you're just making this up and blah, 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 blah. And it was like a really sweet experience I had. So anyway. If you want to develop your intuition, if you want to have experiences like that, would highly recommend coming to our retreat. Um, Or another option is we do teach people how to do this. We have a evergreen online course. Um, It's called You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive, and it's part of our our Super Bloom community um, and membership where you get uh, free coaching every week. Um, it's really fun and a lot of people have been through it and had great experiences and you can go see all about it on our website. They have made a lot of testimonials, uh, and you'll get to work with us every week. Um, and also sign up for our Patreon. It's only $5 to join and we do celebrity spirit interviews and intuitive investigations and the stuff. There's a lot of bonus content there. So if you guys like the podcast and you want more, more magic fun stuff. Uh, go there, patreon.com slash podcast, and it really helps us out, really helps out the show. Yes, and thank you all of the people that are current patrons. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, anything else? that's it. No, I think right. that's it. Until right. next time. Keep on blooming. We switched. We switched. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.